Greetings, this is your DJ, and tonight I'm gonna talk about how caring about what other people think of you is a stupid idea. Now, it's generally a good idea to care or to acknowledge what other people think of you because from time to time, there are cases where their opinions of you can contain some very worthwhile or meaningful insight. But focusing on other people's opinions too much to the point that we spend hours and hours dwelling on what people might think of us can just downright leave us in agony. It's not only potentially harmful, but it's also unnecessary. Now in this short episode, I'm gonna explain why it's unnecessary. And to help me with this, I'm gonna borrow some concepts from psychology and philosophy. Now my first argument to why caring about what people think of you is a stupid idea is because you are giving away your power. The moment we let our joy depend on the validation we get from other people, then we are basically giving away the power over to our own emotional state. With this kind of attitude or mindset that we have, it's gonna feel exhilarating when people fancy us, but the moment they don't, then we become sad and angry. So as you can see, it's kind of an unstable way of living your life. If your happiness or sadness depends on the external, which is people's opinions, then you're never gonna be in a stable state and you'll be powerless. Especially now, in the age of social media, many have made other people's approval their focal point in life. Positive attention then becomes a requirement for happiness, which entirely depends on the whims of those we try to impress. And based on what I see going around in the world today, it has become an addiction. Now, just a real talk. Many of the people that we try to impress are people who we don't even know closely or don't even care about. Moreover, many of these people who we try to impress have ever-changing opinions, most often without substance. Or most often, the people we're trying to impress are just downright ignorant. How can we take pleasure from being praised by people who ourselves cannot even phrase. It just doesn't make sense. Now my second argument to why you shouldn't care about what other people think of you is that it's beyond your control. Now the problem with worry and anxiety is that our minds try to control the uncontrollable. That's why we self-inflict all this stress on ourselves. People's opinions are ultimately not up to us, so there isn't much we can do to stop them from liking or disliking us. Now, of course, this doesn't mean that we can't influence what other people think of us. Now, as a variation to the dichotomy of control, which is a concept from Stoicism, professor of philosophy and author William B. Irvin proposed the trichotomy of control. Now, what's this all about? Well, the trichotomy of control offers three categories. Things over which we have complete control. 
things of which we have no control at all, and the things of which we have some but not complete control. So these are three categories of the things we can and can't control. Other, other people's opinions and what's going on in other people's minds fall both into the second and the third category. And in some cases, there's absolutely nothing we can do at all about what other people think. For instance, we cannot change what someone said to us in the past, and we cannot change our parents' disapproval of us when they're dead. Just a hypothetical scenario. But what we can influence is the people in our present by our words and actions. But even though our behavior could be incredibly influential, the results are still not up to us. Because, of course, no matter how hard we try to influence a single person, there, it's no guarantee that their opinion of us will change. Because, of, our, of course, people have their own backgrounds and their own inner workings of their minds. So trying your hardest to influence somebody or to change somebody's opinion of you might not be effective. So with this in mind, or therefore, worrying about what's happening in the brains of other people is completely futile. And instead of wasting all our mental power doing this, we're better off just focusing on our own actions. Now, in a similar vein, my third argument for why you shouldn't really care about what people think of you is that it's a reflection of them and not you. And I believe this can really be applied to when you experience harsh criticism or destructive criticism from someone who is not you. Now often, how people react to us directly reflects themselves in how they feel. When we incur hostility, indifference, or sadness as a response to our actions or even to our very presence, it may not always be personal. Moreover, people or people who express themselves to other people or project themselves are really just projecting their inner emotional states rather than their grief with the external. Now on, on, the, on the concept of projection, it's actually a real thing. It was, I believe, it was uh, coined by a Swiss psych psychiatrist named Carl Jung. And it basically goes like this. Now this guy believed that people tend to repress unwanted aspects of themselves into the unconscious parts of the mind, which form what he called the shadow. And all of us have this. All of us have a shadow, which is our identity that we are trying to suppress. Now, a consequence is that, or a consequence of having this shadow is that we unconsciously recognize in others what we recognize in ourselves, as we dislike in others what we dislike in ourselves. Now, this has a lot of very realistic real-life scenarios, and let me name a few. 
let's say for instance you have a person who loves to criticize other people's fashion sense now the reason why they might do this is because they are insecure maybe they like to criticize other people's fashion simply because they feel insecure about their own fashion sense themselves now that's just a small example but you get the picture people tend to project themselves onto others and on the other side of the spectrum if you have a person who constantly compliments or says nice things about other people while they're not around that's basically a reflection of themselves they're not afraid of giving compliments because they feel confident in their own skin and in return they tend to see themselves as worthy of approval too that's why they're confident of giving away compliments to other people so with that it's worth noting or it's worth taking into mind or remembering that most of the time the criticisms or the opinions of people on us is mostly a reflection of themselves and not us ourselves because the only worthy person of giving criticism is ourselves because of course we wouldn't there wouldn't be any other person who knows us deeper than our own selves and of course there's a caveat to that because sometimes people don't realize certain aspects or notice certain aspects or habituates of themselves and it would require some external influence to really help them see see it through now another argument that i have for why people's opinions shouldn't matter is that you are not the center of the universe when we try to imagine the largeness or the vastness of the universe we begin to understand the insignificance of ourselves sometimes we get caught up in our lives and we might just think of ourselves as the center of it all because we see it exclusively through our own eyes now of course we're only human beings and we are so small compared to the vast the vast spectrum of existence of course we have us and then we have this community that we live in we have the world we have our solar system we have the galaxies and beyond that we have systems of galaxies and systems of super galaxies etc venturing out into the infinite abyss of existence because the universe is infinite and to what extent we've already explored it is very small now sometimes we do get to places where we lose track and we lose our grounding in life and we begin to think ourselves of so we th- we begin to think of ourselves as so high we forget that we are not in the center of the universe now there's an there's a concept here in uh, philosophy and it's called solipsism it's basically the idea that only one's mind is sure to exist as we cannot prove that the external world which includes the minds of others is real 
Now to this day, one cannot experience the existence of other minds than one's own. Because of course, we're only human beings. We can't read minds. If your mind is indeed the only mind in existence, then other people's opinions are nothing but illusions. And that's true. Because sometimes when people say something, and there's always that chance that what they said isn't actually what they meant. Because sometimes people are poor communicators or sometimes people love to sugarcoat their words. So what they intended to say doesn't really come out as such. Now because of this, there really is no reason for you to worry or think about what other people say to you or opinionate of you. Now another argument, kind of similar to this one that I have, is that listening or valuing other people's opinions of you destroys authenticity. If you care too much about what other people think, then you will turn into a sheep anxiously following the rest of the flock. If you do as other people want you to do, then you will be living according to their expectations and ideals and not your own. Now, I remember reading this thing from a German philosopher named Friedrich something. And he had a really great point regarding the herd mentality that many people carry in the world today. He makes a great distinction between who a master is and who a slave is. And it goes a little something like this. Those at the top are the strong-willed who create values and rules. Meanwhile, at the bottom, the herd, are the people who follow but oppose their oppressors at the same time. Now, because of this, instead of rising to the top, those who have this slave mentality or slave mortality, more I mean morality, want others to be at their level. Namely, they want people to never rise up if they don't rise up. They want people to stay in the group who is obedient, mediocre, and uniform members of the herd. Because once part of the mass or once part of the mainstream, people will expect you to be just like them in every way. And because of this cancerous or toxic mentality, if you stand out, the herd will see you as an evil person or an evil being because you're different. You act in different ways. You act in conflict with your conventions and you might even be considered as dangerous because people who are stuck with a mainstream set of ideals will always fear change, things that are strange and unknown. Now, of course, people who want to become trailblazers in their own right will have to deal with all of the bullshit that society will have to throw at them. Which kind of makes it a survival of the fittest kind of thing. Because only the true or the best of the best people in the world will rise up and have the confidence to be themselves and to believe in what they want to believe without the influence of other people's opinions on them. Now, if you're in a pack or you are stuck with this mainstream set of ideals, conformity becomes a virtue instead of a weakness. 
And being authentic to who you are is a threat to the entire group, which is bad because it discourages you from being who you are. Now, this German philosopher dude argues that, I, I mean, argues to his readers that to be neither a master nor a slave, but transcend beyond the system altogether is, I mean, is is only is only doable is only doable if you stand by who you are and you become authentic to yourself so again care the problem with caring too much about what other people think of you is that it allows you start to it kind of goes back to one the first argument where you kind of lose control and you lose power over yourself the moment you allow other people to dictate who you should be it destroys a part of you it destroys a part of your authentic self and because of that you you cannot become the best person you can be and I kind of see this a lot in real life because I've seen how many people, brilliant thinkers, people with unique creative talents, only to become dissolved in a sea of mediocrity. And that's sad because right now in this very shallow world that we have, what we need is people who can stand out and testify against the shallowness of it all. But yeah, I mean, that's life. Some people make it, some people don't. And that's that. Of course, with that being said, life is too short. And that's another one of my arguments for why caring for what people think is not a good idea. Life is already as short as it is. And... It really wouldn't seem logical if we would waste a big percent of that time living here on Earth just to worry about what we can't control, what we can't even see, we can't even confirm, what other people think of us. Now, a survey, I've read a survey before, uh, and kind of goes like this. A survey with, like, uh, I believe it was 2,000 adults. It was called the National Worry Audit. And given this, uh, given this survey, they, they discovered that on average, people spend about six and a half years of their lives worrying. Many of these worries concern directly or indirectly the opinions of other people. Now, this can be anything uh, ranging from opinions on lifestyle, career, etc., on a daily basis, about 28% of adults worry about their appearance, 21% worry about what to wear, and 17% worry about their own body odor. <laughs> right here where I live in the Philippines, the life expectancy is pretty low and it's about 71 years old. It used to be 68 but now it, re it rose to 71. If you take that number and just assume that this number, even though this is a small research with only 2,000 participants, if you assume that that number well reflects the mainstream, 
and go, and then plug it in, Pl- plug that value in in contrast to the life expectancy of where I live, which is seventy one years old. What you're gonna realize is that when you crunch the numbers, people will spend about more or less ten percent of their lives ruminating and worrying about what other people think of them. Because of this, people are not being present with their lives and they lose a chance to live a big chunk of it. Now, if people simply just stopped worrying about other people and do something more constructive instead, like focusing on their craft or meeting up with friends, uh, socializing, doing meaningful work to the community, if people did that instead of sitting in their rooms and just worrying, then those 10 years could have been put to better use. Now, one of my last arguments, I mean, yeah, this is my last argument to why opinion shouldn't matter, is that you know yourself best. And I've kind of mentioned this before. Even though other people can give you valuable outside perspectives concerning your behavior, the person who is most knowledgeable about you is yourself. Now, no matter how close we get or how deep our relationships with other people can get, our minds remain a private space and often don't fully resemble what we show to the world. Because it's kind of impossible if you think about it. Now, I've read about I've read about uh, Carl Jung's model of psyche, different uh, model model of how the persona has or the psyche has several parts. And uh, if I can remember correctly, uh, these parts are the persona, the ego, the self, the shadow, and the anima. Now I don't want to explain them. Because what's really relevant here is the persona. Among these aspects, the persona is what we show to the world. This is who we project ourselves to be. And this persona is just a very thin layer of our whole entire self. It's kind of a mask designed to it's kind of yeah it's kind of a mask on one hand it's designed to make a definite impression upon others and it also has a double function which is to conceal the true nature of the individual now our persona is what we use as the tools to interact and make ourselves known to the world but of course you can also you can also use it to hide who you really are oh sorry hide who you really are some people can be really intuitive and see through the cracks of our masks and some people especially those who come from a background of really deep emotional experience Some people can have the power to notice behaviors about us that we ourselves aren't even aware of. But despite this ability, despite how 
some people have seemingly telepathic psychiatrist level mind reading skills they can never really be 100% sure about what our true motives are what our secrets are what our true traits are opinions are personalities are because these are certain things that only get stuck in our mind and these are reserved for ourselves and ourselves only so with this in mind people's thoughts about us or people's insights and opinions about us are based or completely yeah completely based on what they perceive and remember that because our projection to the world doesn't reflect who we really are or completely reflects who we really are because again the persona is just a, a very small part of our human nature because of this people will never be able to 100% accurately perceive what we are trying to obtain what we are trying to project and what we are trying to do deep inside we know what we want and the more we stay true to that the more authentic we can become and the less we conform to what other people want us to be so yeah those are my thoughts on why the opinions of other people shouldn't really impact us that much so again people's opinions will never be accurate people's opinions are often projections of their own lives and this doesn't mean that you should completely disregard all opinions because sometimes they can be beneficial and to what extent is completely dependent on you just remember to rem just remember to know yourself that's pretty much it if you know yourself then you would already have that gut instinct whether or not you want to follow people's opinions or not so i'd like to end this uh this short this really short podcast episode with a quote that i heard several years ago and i still remember it to this day you have no responsibility to live up to what other people think of you and what people think you ought to accomplish i have no responsibility to be like what they expect me to be it's their mistake and not my failing <laughs>